Section 12 of the Douay-Rheims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 12. Acts chapter 10. Cornelius is received into the church. Peter's vision. And there was a certain man in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of that which is called the Italian band, a religious man, and fearing God with all his house, giving much alms to the people, and always praying to God. This man saw in a vision manifestly, about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming in unto him, and saying to him, Cornelius. And he, beholding him, being seized with fear, said, What is it, Lord? Thy prayers and thy alms are ascended for a memorial in the sight of God. And now send men to Jope, and call hither one Simon, who is surnamed Peter. He lodgeth with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He will tell thee what thou must do. And when the angel who spoke to him was departed, he called two of his household servants, and a soldier who feared the Lord, of them that were under him, to whom, when he had related all, he sent them to Jope. And on the next day, whilst they were going on their journey and drawing nigh to the city, Peter went up to the higher parts of the house to pray about the sixth hour. And being hungry, he was desirous to taste somewhat. And as they were preparing, there came upon him an ecstasy of mind. And he saw the heaven opened, and a certain vessel descending, as it were a great linen sheet let down by four corners from heaven to earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts and creeping things of the earth and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Far be it from me, for I never did eat anything that is common and unclean. And the voice spoke to him again the second time, That which God hath cleansed, do not thou call common. And this was done thrice, and presently the vessel was taken up into heaven. Now, whilst Peter was doubting within himself what the vision that he had seen should mean, behold, the men who were sent from Cornelius, inquiring for Simon's house, stood at the gate. And when they had called, they asked if Simon, who is surnamed Peter, were lodged there. And as Peter was thinking of the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter, going down to the men, said, Behold, I am he whom you seek. What is the cause for which you are come? Who said, Cornelius, a centurion, a just man, and one that feared God, and having good testimony from all the nation of the Jews, received an answer of a holy angel to send for thee into his house, and to hear words of thee. Then bringing them in, he lodged them and the day following he arose and went with them, and some of the brethren from Jope accompanied him. And the morrow after he entered into Caesarea, 
and cornelius waited for them having called together his kinsmen and special friends and it came to pass that when peter was come in cornelius came to meet him and falling at his feet adored but peter lifted him up saying arise i myself also am a man and talking with him he went in and found many that were come together and he said to them you know how abominable it is for a man that is a jew to keep company or to come unto one of another nation but god hath showed to me to call no man common or unclean for which cause making no doubt i came when i was sent for i ask therefore for what cause you have sent for me and cornelius said four days ago unto this hour i was praying in my house at the ninth hour and behold a man stood before me in white apparel and said cornelius thy prayer is heard and thy alms are had in remembrance in the sight of god send therefore to jope and call hither simon who is surnamed peter he lodgeth in the house of simon a tanner by the seaside immediately therefore i sent to thee and thou hast done well in coming now therefore all we are present in thy sight to hear all things whatsoever are commanded thee by the lord and peter opening his mouth said in very deed i perceive that god is not a respecter of persons but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh justice is acceptable to him footnote in every nation etc that is to say not only jews but gentiles also of what nation soever are acceptable to god if they fear him and work justice but then true faith is always to be presupposed without which saith st paul hebrews chapter eleven verse six it is impossible to please god beware then of the error of those who would infer from this passage that men of all religions may be pleasing to god for since none but the true religion can be from god all other religions must be from the father of lies and therefore highly displeasing to the god of truth End of footnote. god sent the word to the children of israel preaching peace by jesus christ he is lord of all you know the word which hath been published through all judea for it began from galilee after the baptism which john preached jesus of nazareth how god anointed him with the holy ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil for god was with him and we are witnesses of all things that he did in the land of the jews and in jerusalem whom they killed hanging him upon a tree him god raised up the third day and gave him to be made manifest not to all the people but to witnesses preordained by god even to us who did eat and drink with him after he arose again from the dead and he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was appointed by god to be judge of the living and of the dead to him all the prophets give testimony that by his name all receive remission of sins who believe in him while peter was yet speaking these words the holy ghost fell on all them that heard the word 
and the faithful of the circumcision who came with peter were astonished for that the grace of the holy ghost was poured out upon the gentiles also for they heard them speaking with tongues and magnifying god then peter answered can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the holy ghost as well as we and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the lord jesus christ then they desired him to tarry with them some days acts chapter eleven peter defends his having received the gentiles into the church and the apostles and brethren who were in judea heard that the gentiles also had received the word of god and when peter was come up to jerusalem they that were of the circumcision contended with him saying why didst thou go in to men uncircumcised and didst eat with them but peter began and declared to them the matter in order saying i was in the city of jope praying and i saw in an ecstasy of mind a vision a certain vessel descending as it were a great sheet let down from heaven by four corners and it came even unto me into which looking i considered and saw four-footed creatures of the earth and beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air and i heard also a voice saying to me arise peter kill and eat and i said not so lord for nothing common or unclean hath ever entered into my mouth and the voice answered again from heaven what god hath made clean do not thou call common and this was done three times and all were taken up again into heaven and behold immediately there were three men come to the house wherein i was sent to me from caesarea and the spirit said to me that i should go with them nothing doubting and these six brethren went with me also and we entered into the man's house and he told us how he had seen an angel in his house standing and saying to him send to jope and call hither simon who is surnamed peter who shall speak to thee words whereby thou shalt be saved and all thy house and when i had begun to speak the holy ghost fell upon them as upon us also in the beginning and i remembered the word of the lord how he had said john indeed baptized with water but you shall be baptized with the holy ghost if then god gave them the same grace as to us also who believed in the lord jesus christ who was i that could withstand god having heard these things they held their peace and glorified god saying god then hath also to the gentiles given repentance unto life now they who had been dispersed by the persecution that arose on occasion of stephen went about as far as phenice and cyprus and antioch speaking the word to none but to the jews only but some of them were men of cyprus and cyrene who when they were entered into antioch spoke also to the greeks preaching the lord jesus and the hand of the lord was with them and a great number believing were converted to the lord and the tidings came to the ears of the church that was at jerusalem touching these things 
and they sent barnabas as far as antioch who when he was come and had seen the grace of god rejoiced and he exhorted them all with purpose of heart to continue in the lord for he was a good man and full of the holy ghost and of faith and a great multitude was added to the lord and barnabas went to tarsus to seek saul whom when he had found he brought to antioch and they conversed there in the church a whole year and they taught a great multitude so that at antioch the disciples were first named christians and in these days there came prophets from jerusalem to antioch and one of them named agabus rising up signified by the spirit that there should be a great famine over the whole world which came to pass under claudius and the disciples every man according to his ability purposed to send relief to the brethren who dwelt in judea which also they did sending it to the ancients by the hands of barnabas and saul acts chapter twelve herod's persecution peter's deliverance by an angel herod's punishment and at the same time herod the king stretched forth his hands to afflict some of the church and he killed james the brother of john with the sword and seeing that it pleased the jews he proceeded to take up peter also now it was in the days of the azimes footnote azimes the festival of the unleavened bread or the pasch which answers to our easter and when he had apprehended him he cast him into prison delivering him to four files of soldiers to be kept intending after the pasch to bring him forth to the people peter therefore was kept in prison but prayer was made without ceasing by the church unto god for him and when herod would have brought him forth the same night peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison and behold an angel of the lord stood by him and a light shined in the room and he striking peter on the side raised him up saying arise quickly and the chains fell off from his hands and the angel said to him gird thyself and put on thy sandals and he did so and he said to him cast thy garment about thee and follow me and going out he followed him and he knew not that it was true which was done by the angel but thought he saw a vision and passing through the first and the second ward they came to the iron gate that leadeth to the city which of itself opened to them and going out they passed on through one street and immediately the angel departed from him and peter coming to himself said now i know in very deed that the lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of herod and from all the expectation of the people of the jews and considering he came to the house of mary the mother of john who was surnamed mark where many were gathered together and praying and when he knocked at the door of the gate a damsel came to hearken whose name was rhode and as soon as she knew peter's voice she opened not the gate for joy but running in she told that peter stood before the gate 
but they said to her thou art mad but she affirmed that it was so then they said it is his angel but peter continued knocking and when they had opened they saw him and were astonished but he beckoning to them with his hand to hold their peace told how the lord had brought him out of prison and he said tell these things to james and to the brethren and going out he went into another place now when day was come there was no small stir among the soldiers what was become of peter and when herod had sought for him and found him not having examined the keepers he commanded that they should be put to death and going down from judea to caesarea he abode there but he was angry with the tyrians and the sidonians but they with one accord came to him and having gained blastus who was the king's chamberlain they desired peace because their countries were nourished by him and upon a day appointed herod being arrayed in kingly apparel sat in the judgment seat and made an oration to them and the people made acclamation saying it is the voice of a god and not of a man and forthwith an angel of the lord struck him because he had not given the honour to god and being eaten up by worms he gave up the ghost but the word of the lord increased and multiplied and barnabas and saul returned from jerusalem having fulfilled their ministry taking with them john who was surnamed mark acts chapter thirteen saul and barnabas are sent forth by the holy ghost they preach in cyprus and in antioch of pisidia now there were in the church which was at antioch prophets and doctors among whom was barnabas and simon who was called niger and lucius of cyrene and manahen who was the foster brother of herod the tetrarch and saul and as they were ministering to the lord and fasting the holy ghost said to them separate me saul and barnabas for the work whereunto i have taken them then they fasting and praying and imposing their hands upon them sent them away so they being sent by the holy ghost went to seleucia and from thence they sailed to cyprus and when they were come to salamina they preached the word of god in the synagogues of the jews and they had john also in the ministry and when they had gone through the whole island as far as paphos they found a certain man a magician a false prophet a jew whose name was bar jesu who was with the proconsul sergius paulus a prudent man he sending for barnabas and saul desired to hear the word of god but elimus the magician for so his name is interpreted withstood them seeking to turn away the proconsul from the faith then saul otherwise paul filled with the holy ghost looking upon him said o full of all guile and of all deceit child of the devil enemy of all justice thou ceases not to pervert the right ways of the lord and now behold the hand of the lord is upon thee and thou shalt be blind not seeing the sun for a time and immediately there fell a mist and 
darkness upon him and going about he sought some one to lead him by the hand and then the proconsul when he had seen what was done believed admiring at the doctrine of the lord now when paul and they that were with him had sailed from paphos they came to Perge in pamphylia and john departing from them returned to jerusalem but they passing through Perge, came to antioch in pisidia and entering into the synagogue on the sabbath day they sat down and after the reading of the law and the prophets the rulers of the synagogue sent to them saying ye men brethren if you have any word of exhortation to make to the people speak then paul rising up and with his hand bespeaking silence said ye men of israel and you that fear god give ear the god of the people of israel chose our fathers and exalted the people when they were sojourners in the land of egypt and with a high arm brought them out from thence and for the space of forty years endured their manners in the desert and destroying seven nations in the land of canaan divided their land among them by lot as it were after four hundred and fifty years and after these things he gave unto them judges until samuel the prophet and after that they desired a king and god gave them saul the son of sis a man of the tribe of benjamin forty years and when he had removed him he raised them up david to be king to whom giving testimony he said i have found david the son of jesse a man according to my own heart who shall do all my wills of this man's seed god according to his promise hath raised up to israel a saviour jesus john first preaching before his coming the baptism of penance to all the people of israel and when john was fulfilling his course he said i am not he whom you think me to be but behold there cometh one after me whose shoes of his feet i am not worthy to lose men brethren children of the stock of abraham and whosoever among you fear god to you the word of this salvation is sent for they that inhabited jerusalem and the rulers thereof not knowing him nor the voices of the prophets which are read every sabbath judging him have fulfilled them and finding no cause of death in him they desired of pilate that they might kill him and when they had fulfilled all things that were written of him taking him down from the tree they laid him in a sepulchre and god raised him up from the dead the third day who was seen for many days by them who came up with him from galilee to jerusalem who to this present are his witnesses to the people and we declare unto you that the promise which was made to our fathers the same god hath fulfilled to our children raising up jesus as in the second psalm also is written thou art my son this day have i begotten thee and to show that he raised him up from the dead not to return now any more to corruption he said thus i will give you the holy things of david faithful Footnote, i will give you the holy etc these are the words of the prophet isaiah chapter fifty five verse three 
according to the Septuagint, the sense is, I will faithfully fulfill the promises I made to David. End of footnote. And therefore in another place also he saith, Thou shalt not suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. For David, when he had served in his generation, according to the will of God, slept, and was laid unto his fathers, and saw corruption. But he whom God hath raised from the dead saw no corruption. Be it known therefore to you, men, brethren, that through him forgiveness of sins is preached to you, and from all the things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. In him every one that believeth is justified. Beware, therefore, lest that come upon you which is spoken in the prophets. Behold, ye despisers, and wonder and perish, for I work a work in your days, a work which you will not believe if any man shall tell it you. And as they went out, they desired him that on the next Sabbath they would speak unto them these words. And when the synagogue was broken up, many of the Jews and of the strangers who served God followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. But the next Sabbath day the whole city almost came together to hear the word of God. And the Jews, seeing the multitudes, were filled with envy, and contradicted those things which were said by Paul, blaspheming. Then Paul and Barnabas said boldly, To you it behooved us first to speak the word of God, but because you reject it, and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles, for so the Lord hath commanded us. I have set thee to be the light of the Gentiles, that thou mayest be for salvation unto the utmost part of the earth. And the Gentiles, hearing it, were glad, and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to life everlasting believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout the whole country, but the Jews stirred up religious and honorable women and the chief men of the city, and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and cast them out of their coasts. And they, shaking off the dust of their feet against them, came to Iconium, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 14 Paul and Barnabas preach in Iconium and Lystra. Paul heals a cripple. They are taken for gods. Paul is stoned. They preach in Derby and Pergi. And it came to pass in Iconium that they entered together into the synagogue of the Jews, and so spoke that a very great multitude, both of the Jews and of the Greeks, did believe. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up and incensed the minds of the Gentiles against the brethren. A long time, therefore, they abode there, dealing confidently in the Lord, who gave testimony to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. And the multitude of the city was divided, and some of them indeed held with the Jews, but some with the apostles. And when there was an assault made by the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to use them contumeliously and to stone them, 
they understanding it fled to lystra and derby cities of lyconia and to the whole country round about and were there preaching the gospel and there sat a certain man at lystra impotent in his feet a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked this same heard paul speaking who looking upon him and seeing that he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice stand upright on thy feet and he leaped up and walked and when the multitudes had seen what paul had done they lifted up their voice in the lyconian tongue saying the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men and they called barnabas jupiter but paul mercury because he was chief speaker the priest also of jupiter that was before the city bringing oxen and garlands before the gate would have offered sacrifice with the people which when the apostles barnabas and paul had heard rending their clothes they leaped out among the people crying and saying ye men why do ye these things we also are mortals men like unto you preaching to you to be converted from these vain things to the living god who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all things that are in them who in past times suffered all nations to walk in their own ways nevertheless he left not himself without testimony doing good from heaven giving rains and fruitful seasons filling our hearts with food and gladness and speaking these things they scarce restrained the people from sacrificing to them now there came thither certain jews from antioch and iconium and persuading the multitude and stoning paul drew him out of the city thinking him to be dead but as the disciples stood round about him he rose up and entered into the city and the next day he departed with barnabas to derby and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many they returned again to lystra and to iconium and to antioch confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that through many tribulations we must enter into the kingdom of god and when they had ordained to them priests in every church and had prayed with fasting they commended them to the lord in whom they believed and passing through pisidia they came into pomphylia and having spoken the word of the lord in perge they went down into atalia and thence they sailed to antioch from whence they had been delivered to the grace of god unto the work which they accomplished and when they were come and had assembled the church they related what great things god had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith to the gentiles and they abode no small time with the disciples acts chapter fifteen a dissension about circumcision the decision and letter of the council of jerusalem and some coming down from judea taught the brethren that except you be circumcised after the manner of moses you cannot be saved and when paul and barnabas had no small contest with them they determined that paul and barnabas and certain others of the other side should go up to the apostles and priests in jerusalem about this question they therefore being brought on their way by the church passed through phenice 
and samaria relating the conversion of the gentiles and they caused great joy to all the brethren and when they were come to jerusalem they were received by the church and by the apostles and ancients declaring how great things god had done with them and there arose of the sect of the pharisees some that believed saying they must be circumcised and be commanded to observe the law of moses and the apostles and ancients assembled to consider of this matter and when there had been much disputing peter rising up said to them men brethren you know that in former days god made choice among us that by my mouth the gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe and god who knoweth the hearts gave testimony giving unto them the holy ghost as well as to us and put no difference between us and them purifying their hearts by faith now therefore why tempt you god to put a yoke upon the necks of the disciples which neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear but by the grace of the lord jesus christ we believe to be saved in like manner as they also and all the multitude held their peace and they heard barnabas and paul telling what great signs and wonders god had wrought among the gentiles by them and after they had held their peace james answered saying men brethren hear me simon hath related how god first visited to take to the gentiles a people to his name and to this agree the words of the prophets as it is written after these things i will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of david which is fallen down and the ruins thereof i will rebuild and i will set it up that the residue of men may seek after the lord and all nations upon whom my name is invoked saith the lord who doth these things to the lord was his own work known from the beginning of the world for which cause judge that they who from among the gentiles are converted to god are not to be disquieted but that we write unto them that they refrain themselves from the pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled and from blood for moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him in the synagogues where he is read every sabbath then it pleased the apostles and ancients with the whole church to choose men of their own company and to send to antioch with paul and barnabas namely judas who was surnamed barsabbas and silas chief men among the brethren writing by their hands the apostles and ancients brethren to the brethren of the gentiles that are at antioch and in syria and in cilicia greeting forasmuch as we have heard that some going out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls to whom we gave no commandment it hath seemed good to us being assembled together to choose out men and to send them unto you with our well-beloved barnabas and paul men that have given their lives for the name of our lord jesus christ we have sent therefore judas and silas who themselves also will by word of mouth tell you the same things 
for it hath seemed good to the holy ghost and to us to lay no further burden upon you than these necessary things that you abstain from things sacrificed to idols and from blood and from things strangled and from fornication from which things keeping yourselves you shall do well fare ye well footnote from blood and from things strangled the use of these things though of their own nature indifferent were here prohibited to bring the jews more easily to admit of the society of the gentiles and to exercise the latter in obedience but this prohibition was but temporary and has long since ceased to oblige more especially in the western churches and a footnote they therefore being dismissed went down to antioch and gathering together the multitude delivered the epistle which when they had read they rejoiced for the consolation but judas and silas being prophets also themselves with many words comforted the brethren and confirmed them and after they had spent some time there they were let go with peace by the brethren unto them that had sent them but it seemed good unto silas to remain there and judas alone departed to jerusalem and paul and barnabas continued at antioch teaching and preaching with many others the word of the lord and after some days paul said to barnabas let us return and visit our brethren in all the cities wherein we have preached the word of the lord to see how they do and barnabas would have taken with them john also that was surnamed mark but paul desired that he as having departed from them out of pamphylia and not gone with them to the work might not be received and there arose a dissension so that they departed one from another and barnabas indeed taking mark sailed to cyprus but paul choosing silas departed being delivered by the brethren to the grace of god and he went through syria and cilicia confirming the churches commanding them to keep the precepts of the apostles and the ancients acts chapter sixteen paul visits the churches he is called to preach in macedonia he is scourged at philippi and he came to derby and lystra and behold there was a certain disciple there named timothy the son of a jewish woman that believed but his father was a gentile to this man the brethren that were in lystra and iconium gave a good testimony him paul would have to go along with him and taking him he circumcised him because of the jews who were in those places for they all knew that his father was a gentile and as they passed through the cities they delivered unto them the decrees for to keep that were decreed by the apostles and ancients who were at jerusalem and the churches were confirmed in faith and increased in number daily and when they had passed through and the country of galatia they were forbidden by the holy ghost to preach the word in asia and when they were come into mysia they attempted to go into bithynia and the spirit of jesus suffered them not and when they had passed through mysia they went down to troas and a vision was showed to paul in the night 
which was a man of Macedonia, standing and beseeching him, and saying, Pass over into Macedonia and help us. And as soon as he had seen the vision, immediately he sought to go into Macedonia, being assured that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. And sailing from Troas, we came with a straight course to Samothracia, and the day following to Neapolis, and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of part of Macedonia, a colony, and we were in this city some days conferring together. And upon the Sabbath day we went forth without the gate by a river side, where it seemed that there was prayer, and sitting down we spoke to the women that were assembled. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Theatira, one that worshipped God, did hear, whose heart the Lord opened to attend to those things which were said by Paul. And when she was baptized, and her household, she besought us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house, and abide there. And she constrained us. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain girl, having a pythonical spirit, met us, who brought to her masters much gain by divining. Footnote. A pythonical spirit, that is, a spirit pretending to divine and tell fortunes. End of footnote. This same following Paul and us cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who preach unto you the way of salvation. And this she did many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned, and said to the Spirit, I command thee, in the name of Jesus Christ, to go from her. And he went out the same hour. But her masters, seeing that the hope of their gain was gone, apprehending Paul and Silas, brought them into the market-place to the rulers. And, presenting them to the magistrates, they said, these men disturb our city, being Jews, and preach a fashion which it is not lawful for us to receive nor observe, being Romans. And the people ran together against them, and the magistrates, rending off their clothes, commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the gaoler to keep them diligently who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison, and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight Paul and Silas, praying, praised God, and they that were in prison heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and the bands of all were loosed the keeper of the prison, awakening out of his sleep, and seeing the doors of the prison open, drawing his sword, would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we all are here. Then, calling for a light, he went in, and trembling, fell down at the feet of Paul and Silas. And bringing them out, he said, Masters, what must I do, that I may be saved? But they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. 
and they preached the word of the lord to him and to all that were in his house and he taking them the same hour of the night washed their stripes and himself was baptized and all his house immediately and when he had brought them into his own house he laid the table for them and rejoiced with all his house believing god and when the day was come the magistrates sent the sergeants saying let those men go and the keeper of the prison told these words to paul the magistrates have sent to let you go now therefore depart and go in peace but paul said to them they have beaten us publicly uncondemned men that are romans and have cast us into prison and now do they thrust us out privately not so but let them come and let us out themselves and the sergeants told these words to the magistrates and they were afraid hearing that they were romans and coming they besought them and bringing them out they desired them to depart out of the city and they went out of the prison and entered into the house of lydia and having seen the brethren they comforted them and departed acts chapter seventeen paul preaches to the thessalonians and bereans his discourse to the athenians and when they had passed through amphipolis and apollonia they came to thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the jews and paul according to his custom went in unto them and for three sabbath days he reasoned with them out of the scriptures declaring and insinuating that the christ was to suffer and to rise again from the dead and that this is jesus christ whom i preach to you and some of them believed and were associated to paul and silas and of those that served god and of the gentiles a great multitude and of noble women not a few but the jews moved with envy and taking unto them some wicked men of the vulgar sort and making a tumult set the city in an uproar and besetting jason's house sought to bring them out unto the people and not finding them they drew jason and certain brethren to the rulers of the city crying they that set the city in an uproar are come hither also footnote city urbem in the greek the world End of footnote. whom jason hath received and these all do contrary to the degrees of caesar saying that there is another king jesus and they stirred up the people and the rulers of the city hearing these things and having taken satisfaction of jason and of the rest they let them go but the brethren immediately sent away paul and silas by night into berea who when they were come thither went into the synagogue of the jews now there were more noble than in thessalonica who received the word with all eagerness daily searching the scriptures whether these things were so footnote more noble the jews of berea were justly commended for their eagerly embracing the truth and searching the scriptures to find out the texts alleged by the apostle which was a far more generous proceeding than that of their countrymen at thessalonica who persecuted the preachers of the gospel without examining the grounds they alleged for what they taught and a footnote 
and many indeed of them believed and of honourable women that were gentiles and of men not a few and when the jews of thessalonica had knowledge that the word of god was also preached by paul at berea they came thither also stirring up and troubling the multitude and then immediately the brethren sent away paul to go unto the sea but silas and timothy remained there and they that conducted paul brought him as far as athens and receiving a commandment from him to silas and timothy that they should come to him with all speed they departed now whilst paul waited for them at athens his spirit was stirred within him seeing the city holy given to idolatry he disputed therefore in the synagogue with the jews and with them that served god and in the market-place every day with them that were there and certain philosophers of the epicureans and of the stoics disputed with him and some said what is it that this word sower would say but others he seemeth to be a setter forth of new gods because he preached to them jesus and the resurrection and taking him they brought him to the areopagus saying may we know what this new doctrine is which thou speakest of for thou bringest in certain new things to our ears we would know therefore what these things mean now all the athenians and strangers that were there employed themselves in nothing else but either in telling or in hearing some new thing but paul standing in the midst of areopagus said ye men of athens i perceive that in all things you are too superstitious for passing by and seeing your idols i found an altar also on which was written to the unknown god what therefore you worship without knowing it that i preach to you god who made the world and all things therein he being lord of heaven and earth dwelleth not in temples made with hands footnote dwelleth not in temples god is not contained in temples so as to need them for his dwelling or any other uses as the heathens imagined yet by his omnipresence he is both there and everywhere and a footnote neither is he served with men's hands as though he needed any thing seeing it is he who giveth to all life and breath and all things and hath made of one all mankind to dwell upon the whole face of the earth determining appointed times and the limits of their habitation that they should seek god if happily they may feel after him or find him although he be not far from every one of us for in him we live and move and are as some also of your own poets said for we are also his offspring being therefore offspring of god we must not suppose the divinity to be like unto gold or silver or stone the graving of art and device of man and god indeed having winked at the times of this ignorance now declareth unto men that all should everywhere do penance because he hath appointed a day wherein he will judge the world in equity by the man whom he hath appointed giving faith to all by raising him up from the dead 
and when they had heard of the resurrection of the dead some indeed mocked but others said we will hear thee again concerning this matter so paul went out from among them but certain men adhering to him did believe among whom was also dionysius the areopagite and a woman named damaris and others with them acts chapter eighteen paul founds the church of corinth and preaches at ephesus and in other places apollo goes to corinth after these things departing from athens he came to corinth and finding a certain jew named aquila born in pontus lately come from italy with priscilla his wife because that claudius had commanded all jews to depart from rome he came to them and because he was of the same trade he remained with them and wrought now they were tent-makers by trade and he reasoned in the synagogue every sabbath bringing in the name of the lord jesus and he persuaded the jews and the greeks and when silas and timothy were come from macedonia paul was earnest in preaching testifying to the jews that jesus is the christ but they gainsaying and blaspheming he shook his garments and said to them your blood be upon your own heads i am clean from henceforth i will go unto the gentiles and departing thence he entered into the house of a certain man named titus justus one that worshipped god whose house was adjoining to the synagogue and crispus the ruler of the synagogue believed in the lord with all his house and many of the corinthians hearing believed and were baptized and the lord said to paul in the night by a vision do not fear but speak and hold not thy peace because i am with thee and no man shall set upon thee to hurt thee for i have much people in this city and he stayed there a year and six months teaching among them the word of god but when gallio was proconsul of achaia the jews with one accord rose up against paul and brought him to the judgment seat saying this man persuadeth men to worship god contrary to the law and when paul was beginning to open his mouth gallio said to the jews if it were some matter of injustice or a heinous deed o jews i should with reason bear with you but if they be questions of word and names and of your law look you to it i will not be judge of such things and he drove them from the judgment seat and all laying hold on sosthenes the ruler of the synagogue beat him before the judgment seat and gallio cared for none of those things but paul when he had stayed yet many days taking his leave of the brethren sailed thence into syria and with him priscilla and aquila having shorn his head in centcray for he had a vow and he came to ephesus and left them there but he himself entering into the synagogue disputed with the jews and when they desired him that he would tarry a longer time he consented not but taking his leave and saying i will return to you again god willing he departed from ephesus and going down to caesarea he went up to jerusalem and saluted the church and so came down to antioch
and after he had spent some time there he departed and went through the country of galatia and phrygia in order confirming all the disciples now a certain jew named apollo born at alexandria an eloquent man came to ephesus one mighty in the scriptures this man was instructed in the way of the lord and being fervent in spirit spoke and taught diligently the things that are of jesus knowing only the baptism of john this man therefore began to speak boldly in the synagogue whom when priscilla and aquila had heard they took him to them and expounded to him the way of the lord more diligently and whereas he was desirous to go to achaia the brethren exhorting wrote to the disciples to receive him who when he was come helped them much who had believed for with much vigor he convinced the jews openly showing by the scriptures that jesus is the christ acts chapter nineteen paul establishes the church at ephesus the tumult of the silversmiths and it came to pass while apollo was at corinth that paul having passed through the upper coasts came to ephesus and found certain disciples and he said to them have you received the holy ghost since ye believed but they said to him we have not so much as heard whether there be a holy ghost and he said in what then were you baptized who said in john's baptism then paul said john baptized the people with the baptism of penance saying that they should believe in him who was to come after him that is to say in jesus having heard these things they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus and when paul had imposed his hands on them the holy ghost came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied and all the men were about twelve and entering into the synagogue he spoke boldly for the space of three months disputing and exhorting concerning the kingdom of god but when some were hardened and believed not speaking evil of the way of the lord before the multitude departing from them he separated the disciples disputing daily in the school of one tyrannus and this continued for the space of two years so that all who dwelt in asia heard the word of the lord both jews and gentiles and god wrought by the hand of paul more than common miracles so that even there were brought from his body to the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and the diseases departed from them and the wicked spirits went out of them now some also of the jewish exorcists who went about attempted to invoke over them that had evil spirits the name of the lord jesus saying i conjure you by jesus whom paul preacheth and there were certain men seven sons of sceva a jew a chief priest who, that did this but the wicked spirit answering said to them jesus i know and paul i know but who are you and the man in whom the wicked spirit was leaping upon them and mastering them both prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded and this became known to all the jews and the gentiles that dwelt at ephesus and fear fell on them all and the name of the lord jesus was magnified 
and many of them that believed came confessing and declaring their deeds and many of them who had followed curious arts brought together their books and burnt them before all and counting the price of them they found the money to be fifty thousand pieces of silver so mighty grew the word of god and was confirmed and when these things were ended paul purposed in the spirit when he had passed through macedonia and achaia to go to jerusalem saying after i have been there i must see rome also and sending into macedonia two of them that ministered to him timothy and erastus he himself remained for a time in asia now at that time there arose no small disturbance about the way of the lord for a certain man named demetrius a silversmith who made silver temples for diana brought no small gain to the craftsmen whom he calling together with the workmen of like occupation said sirs you know that our gain is by this trade and you see and hear that this paul by persuasion hath drawn away a great multitude not only of ephesus but almost of all asia saying they are not gods that are made by hands so that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at naught but also the temple of great diana shall be reputed for nothing yea and her majesty shall begin to be destroyed whom all asia and the world worshippeth having heard these things they were full of anger and cried out saying great is diana of the ephesians and the whole city was filled with confusion and having caught gaius and aristarchus men of macedonia paul's companions they rushed with one accord into the theatre and when paul would have entered in unto the people the disciples suffered him not and some also of the rulers of asia who were his friends sent unto him desiring that he would not venture himself into the theatre now some cried one thing some another for the assembly was confused and the greater part knew not for what cause they were come together and they drew forth alexander out of the multitude the jews thrusting him forward and alexander beckoning with his hand for silence would have given the people satisfaction but as soon as they perceived him to be a jew all with one voice for the space of about two hours cried out great is diana of the ephesians and when the town clerk had appeased the multitudes he said ye men of ephesus what man is there that knoweth not that the city of the ephesians is a worshipper of the great diana and of jupiter's offspring for as much therefore as these things cannot be contradicted you ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly for you have brought hither these men who are neither guilty of sacrilege nor of blasphemy against your goddess but if demetrius and the craftsmen that are with him have a matter against any man the courts of justice are open and there are proconsuls let them accuse one another and if you inquire after any other matter it may be decided in a lawful assembly for we are even in danger to be called in question for this day's uproar there being no man guilty of whom we may give account of this concourse 
and when he had said these things he dismissed the assembly. End of section 12